0: Welcome to the Truckers Mind Podcast, episode 50. Yes. You're not going to say your name?
1: Well, you threw me off because you introduced the podcast differently than you normally do. So,
0: you didn't say your name either. Welcome to the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K-Things. <laughs> All right, man. It's episode 50. I totally fucked up the intro. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah, man. It's a special. It's a very special occasion. It's the 50th anniversary of this podcast 50 episode anniversary a lot of other podcasts don't make it up to this point because they are very inconsistent now with us we've done this every single week for almost one year in the next two episodes it will be our one year anniversary Mm -hmm. so it's very special Mm -hmm. all right and to start this podcast off uh we want to talk about yesterday actually um it was my birthday weekend, my birthday was on Friday, uh, but on Saturday we went to the comedy store in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Great experience. We went up there for two reasons. one to laugh and be entertained, but another to watch these comedians and learn something. You kind of you know learn you know how they deliver and their cadence and you know how they tell a joke or you know there's because there's no one way to be funny. So many different ways and they, they do a great job. Um shout out to Ben Bailey, uh shout out to Jamie Lee, uh Ron White, Michael Rappaport, uh Brian Callen. And if I miss somebody, I apologize. I'm sure I have. Um They're gonna be listening like well, yeah, I was there, motherfucker. <laughs> they were they were hilarious, man. They were yeah. hilarious. Um it was just a great overall experience. You mm-hmm. know, the waitress came around, had a titty swinging around everywhere. I was like, Whoa. Yeah. I'm she not giving... harassed us a little bit, I don't like that, yeah, she put her titties on us like trying to get a tip, and yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like I see titties all the time, so I'm not giving you a tip for that. I don't see titties all the time, and you still ain't getting no tip
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was, it what it did. but you know that that's kind of like the thing where we talk about where we have to um keep the same energy, yeah, you know, between the genders, so like if a if a guy was to do that. You know it would be there would be an uproar, definitely you know a I mean? whole bunch of hashtag me toos, but yeah, since she's a girl she she feels like she can um yeah. kind of abuse her pussy power
0: yeah the, the the pussy force Nah, she fucking she came up and she got in between me and Keith and she was leaning on me like she had her hips kind of on me and her titties was kind of on me and she put her hands like are you ready yet and I'm thinking like if this was a guy doing this to a woman, there would be fucking me toos everywhere mm-hmm. fucking me three you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. It is what it is. It's a great time. Um,
1: yeah. It, yeah. It was. It was, uh, it was definitely a blast. It, it was. It was cool because you get to see about five or six different comedians go up there. Oh yeah. And then, like Eddie said, there's just different styles of comedy. Like some people are more energetic. There was also a mix in genders too. There was three girls that went up there. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, and they were all were really good, and all really sexy. It was weird. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just different styles of comedy. You see people that are more calculated. The first guy that went on, I wish, knew, I, wish I knew his name. He's a Russian guy. Something and, Smirnoff
0: is his last name.
1: Yeah, so he has a... Um, he, he's, uh, he's, he's trying to get his master's or his doctorate or something like that. And he he studied psychology. So like his whole act was kind of based around like the psychology between like relationships and, you know, different genders and stuff like that. And he found a way to connect it all and and make it hilarious at the same time. Like he would just spew out a fact and then he would, uh, you know, throw out a punchline that, that goes with that fact. And, uh, it was just, it was just really cool to see that. And he opened the show and it was like, man, it's, it's, you know, it's really interesting. And then you have, um, Another guy go on there, uh, Brian Callen, he goes on there, and he has a lot of energy. He's kind of jumping around, and like and he's impersonating people. It's, uh, it was just really cool. It was, it's really cool to see.
0: Yeah. There's so many different forms of, uh, uh, of comedy. That, Jamie Lee was fucking hilarious. She said something that had me dying. Because anybody that watches porn, even if you don't watch it regularly, it's like, this weird thing they got, like she said something about the baby voice. Mm-hmm. like, they've porn has adopted the baby voice, like, oh
2: yeah, you like that, huh? You like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And
0: she said, <laughs> she said what she was gonna do. As uh, she said She was gonna start doing it But she was gonna go all in Like she be yeah. like Oh you like that You wanna watch Peppa Pig You wanna fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> You gonna give me my allowance That huh, was
1: man? That was a joke That really killed This nigga Eddie Was laughing louder Than anybody in
0: the audience I was <laughs> fucking <laughs> dying <laughs> Cause it's so funny man Yeah I don't understand How that turns people on Like somebody making A baby voice in porn Yeah Yeah. Like, yeah, Danny, you want to fuck me hard from the back? Is that what you (laughs) (laughs) want? It's so weird. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And at the end, uh, uh, Ron White was an older comedian. He was fucking hilarious. Oh man, he killed. He he was talking about gay bar, like gay clubs in uh, Los Angeles, and he said, he said, I always wonder, like, you know, like he said it could be open all day, and you see a bunch of gay men, and they're in and out of there. They all come out smiling. He said, you know why they're smiling. Cause there ain't no fucking women in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, yeah. everybody was dying. He just had—he's like the,
1: like if you see him on stage, he's like the coolest guy in the world. He's what do you he say? He's like in his seventies or something. Nah, he's in he, the sixties. Yeah, the sixties. Yeah, he's like sixty-two, I believe. And uh, he just goes on stage. He got he got his little cognac in his hand or whiskey or whatever he's drinking on, and he's just like the coolest man in the world, like coolest man in the room. And he's just delivering his jokes like super charismatic. Yeah, I was like, man, this dude is dope. Like, yeah, I want to be him when I get. He said over.
0: something about being drunk. He's like, he said between you and your other drunk friends, they'll be like, "Can you drive?" Be like, I can drive. But I can't get pulled over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was, a, it was pretty cool. It's the second time we've been over to the comedy store. Mm-hmm. I just think it's our spot. I'll probably eventually go to the Laugh Factory and check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then, then afterwards, when we got out, we grabbed a burger from some spot down the street. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was like a, on a fucking train. It was like a train turned into a burger spot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, it's kind of sketchy, but fuck it. Yeah. It, I think the weirdest thing about this restaurant is the fucking. The tomato was bigger than the damn burger. Yeah, like you chop it. it was like a two inch tomato. Mm-hmm. Like man, I ain't trying to put all this tomato in my mouth, man.
1: Yeah, that's. I ain't trying
0: to gag on the tomato, man. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm just getting uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> no, nah, but the, I think the one thing that I took away from the comedy store was um, the, I guess the the variety of talent up there. So like you know the the Brian Brian Callen got guy he's been in multiple movies yeah. like playing you know different roles um been in multiple TV shows playing a bunch of different stuff yeah and um like if you didn't know he did stand up you you wouldn't like if i didn't if i didn't show up or if we didn't go on saturday i would have never even knew that guy did stand up i'd yeah, be I like oh no. this guy you know i recognize him from certain movies but that's about it but like there was multiple people that went up there and did that um, even, um, the most impressive one was, uh, Brian Bailey or what's not name? uh, Ben Bailey, Ben Bailey, sorry, Big guy. Ben Bailey. He, he did the cash. I'm sure like most of our listeners have seen the cash cap thing where, you know, they ride around and then they, you know, they ask you questions and if you get a certain number of them right, um, on your, on your ride to wherever you're going, you know, you get cashed out. So this guy is actually a comedian. His dude is like freaking hilarious. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> and he just has like an interesting style of comedy where he's just he's just talking about normal everyday things in life but he just finds like the funny punch lines yeah
0: comedy yeah Yeah, he said something like (laughs) he said he said it's about chicken with antibiotics he said they said don't eat chicken with antibiotics and then when i get sick they prescribe me antibiotics yeah so i should just got that fucking chicken with the antibiotics
1: yeah yeah it was just like he just finds like an interesting perspective like he he just he had a whole bit about like How California, how Californians react to rain, and it was just a whole like he went on a whole three minute little tangent about like how like Californians is like oh my gosh this rain is so unbelievable you know what I mean so this is all kind of different stuff the the ones that killed me though he had jokes about like just fart jokes and it was just like simple fart jokes and I was like literally
0: crying laughing yeah. He talked about how you try to mask a fart. Like when you fart, you try to make a noise that sounds like it. Like it'll be like doop mm, doop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That good farting stuff. feels great. I busted a big one right before I got on here. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't I didn't do that on air. That would have been embarrassing. That would be the second time you have done that. Oh man. Hey man, you it's not good to hold that shit in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It'll be a big uh it'll be like a bomb, Hiroshima. I'd be blowing a Hadouken out of my
2: ass. <laughs>
1: Hadouken!
0: What if that was some superhero's, like,
1: power? He just blows farts towards the evil villains? Yeah, I
0: don't think that would be very good. I, mean, I, I don't think that would be uh, received very well. Some Why guy not? shitting. Guy just guy's blowing shit out of his ass. And that's, yeah. that's, like, his superpower? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that would work. I've seen worse. What? Like, blowing rays out of your eyes. All right, moving along. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> No, but it was a it was it was a great experience overall. I think anyone listening to the podcast, if you want to see really good comedy, check out the comedy store. Um, only thing is, if you don't drink, there's a still a two drink minimum. So the unfortunate thing is you have to buy drinks and just buy the drinks, even if you don't drink them and chill. The girl came over to Keith and DJ and was like, oh, um, you guys to take it forever to drink these beers. Well, probably think because like,
1: I'm not going to drink them.
0: Probably because they're not alcoholics. But if you offer me some milk, I would drink that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, man. Anything, on, anything else on that?
1: No. It was All really right. inspiring, though. I think um, it's it, for people out here in Bakersfield or wherever, you know, you guys should support. Like, even if it's just like a local thing, you guys should go out and, you know, check out the comedy clubs. Because sometimes, um, there's a, at least in Bakersfield, there's a lot of talented comedians out here. So... You guys should go out and support these open mic nights. And then uh, for people in Bakersfield or in wherever you are, if you if you're just looking for something to do, that's like definitely a, you know, an hour or hour and a half to two hours that you can just chill, have a good time, leave. You know what I mean? If you want to take a date there, it's a good idea.
0: Definitely. Definitely Anything, take a date there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anything in that realm, you could do it. If it, if you live in Bakersfield, L.A. is not that far. No. So if you just want to get out of town and, you know, enjoy enjoy a Saturday night on a town, that's a good idea, too.
0: Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, moving forward. It's something, due, due to this being episode 50, we like to revisit some of the other episodes, some of the, uh, the, the uh, topics. One of them that got a lot of reception was The Whole Phase. And people say, I never went through a whole phase. I never did that. Uh, the I, people that say that are probably still in it. So yeah. they don't really realize it. They probably still gobbling cocks. Well, mm-hmm. look, here's the thing. <laughs> Most people go through a whole phase. It's completely, fuck, it's completely normal. Um, but my thing is this. I'll explain the whole phase from the very beginning. Basically, a whole phase can take place when, let's say, for example, a, a guy and a girl are together in high school. And they're together from, like, freshman year all the way to senior year. And they got this high school love. And then they decide to go to college. But they're like, we can't we can't stay together because I'm going to Dartmouth and you're going mm-hmm. to, like, uh, wherever, right? Mm-hmm. So they split up and they get the college experience. And they're like, you know what? I wonder what it would be like to be with someone else. And then they're like, oh, it was cool. And then they just start fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. The most whole phases start in college. You know, there's other other stages that where it happens, where people have been married for a long time, they get a divorce and they don't know what it's like to be like be out there. Yeah. And they start fucking a lot of people do. There's I know some chicks that are like 28, 30 that are in their whole phase. Yeah. They out there getting it in cuz they didn't they were married for 12, 13 years and they only experienced one person. Mm-hmm. So they out here getting it in. But I don't think there's anything wrong with the whole phase. I'd rather mess with a chick who already been through hers. Because a lot of... Look, man. If you still a hoe in your 30s, then shame on you. Haven't you had enough dicks by now? Like... (laughs) Like, my thing is, is like, uh, at this age, man, you should have had... That shit should be behind you. That's just my opinion. But Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you shouldn't be fucking, because we're all doing that. Mm -hmm. But I think it should be more calculated in your 30s, where you're hooking up, but it's more or less... You know, it's not like... It's just less dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It, you just... You don't want to be polluted by dicks. That's just really going to be. <laughs> D- dick pollution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I think...
1: Um, yeah, you're, you're right. It's uh It's a thing... It's a normal thing. You know what I mean? That people go through. Like you said, a lot of it happens in college... These girls are, you know, surrounded. They're in their dorm rooms. There's, you know, a bunch of different people around. They're experimenting. They see, you know, different athletes mm-hmm. in their dorm rooms and stuff like that. They just want to, you know, s- spread their seeds, I guess, and then spread their legs. <laughs> and um, it's, it's, it's perfectly normal, you know what I mean? But but like you said, it's just, it's a phase, so it's not supposed to last forever. Exactly. You know what I mean, I think, even, I think any community where... There's just a lot of people around, these sort of things tend to happen. Even if you're, uh, you know, it's that, that, uh, like, call center out here uh, oh that God. you used to work at. But yeah. like even that sort of thing, where it's just a bunch of testosterone, it's a bunch of estrogen, it's just all mixed up into, you know, one big building and, uh, Girls was going through whole phases at work.
0: Oh yeah. That mm-hmm. back in the day I used to work. I worked there. It was a place, uh it's a call center. I ain't gonna say who it is. But it was mm-hmm. years ago that I before I started truck driving, I worked there. And that place was a fuck fest. Yeah. It was a fuck fest. A lot of people were fucking each other there. Yeah. Because there was a lot of girls there, a lot of guys there. And typically it's convenient when you work with people and like you're sexually attracted to them or whatever. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I wasn't sleeping around and fucking a bunch of chicks. But I did fuck like three chicks there. I ain't. Mm-hmm. I, ain't I, I ain't gonna sit here in front. Mm-hmm. I did. But I was very like. I, I don't like dealing with chicks that I work with because I have to see them, and I, I just think that's just like you should not shit where you where you eat or where mm-hmm. you sleep or whatever the fucking saying is. Yeah, um, you botched that. Yeah, I definitely did. So don't shit in your food. Um, just, <laughs> the, it's, <laughs> it's not good. Uh, but, yeah, definitely with some whole phases going on in there. Um, I think God, I
1: think the common misconception is that guys are uh, guys can't go through a whole phase. Of course. I think guys definitely go through a whole
0: I, phase. It's, it's, it's equal playing field. Men mm-hmm. and women definitely go through a whole phase. Mm-hmm. Definitely go through a whole phase. And, it, and what's crazy is I hate it, especially at 34 years old now, where chicks will literally ask me, like, so how many girls have you been with? And I think that's the most trash question you could ever ask me. Don't ask me that. I don't ask women that because they're yeah. not going to give me the real answer. Yeah. If they ask me and I tell them, and they're like, "Oh my god, I've only been with three guys." I'm like, yeah. "Shut the fuck
1: up." Yeah.
0: Shut up. If you're my age and you've been through a whole phase by this age by now, women have slept. They fuck forty guys, thirty-five guys, twenty-six guys, forty-five, whatever. And my five th- guys, huh? <laughs> I don't know, a
1: five the, fi- the five guys restaurant just popped in my head when he said yeah, that. Yeah, fives. It's all in the fives, man. Yeah, yeah. And
0: I don't I don't shame women for that. If they're fucked a lot of guys, then, oh, it doesn't matter. I think that by the time you get this age mm-hmm. and then, you know, you gave your pussy a rest, mm-hmm. then it's all good. That means you want something serious. You've played the field. You know how it is. Yeah. All right, cool. I'd much rather be with a girl who has experienced that life and doesn't want that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because... Right now, it's just it's just terrible to be still fucking a bunch of people. Like yeah. you, you fucking like four people. That's how you get diseases, man. Yeah, you do not you don't want that. I've never had diseases ever in my life. It's nothing to brag on, mm-hmm. but I've never had it because there have been some women that I simply just turned down. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking, like this chick's just too loose. Like she she has to be fucking like five guys. Like mm-hmm. five, five guys. <laughs> <laughs> you see now? Yeah. So <laughs> let me let me right, let me it's
1: name on this one. I think. um also, these 2019 females, you got to add the women on to there, too. Yeah. So if you ask them how many guys they sleep with, you uh, you probably add three or four females on there because they like to experiment. Nowadays. Oh, they definitely. They've mm-hmm. had threesomes and everything.
0: Mm-hmm. My thing is this. I don't ever ask a woman about her sexual past. I just feel like that's her business. Yeah. And it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but just to be real, whenever they ask me and I say, look, if you ask me that question, you better be able to answer that question back. But yeah. Do it truthfully. Yeah, And if you're like in your 30s and like, I'm serious, I've only been with three guys. Like yeah. women tell the same. Let me just make this very clear, ladies. Stop fucking lying. Stop telling the same lies. Mm-hmm. I've only been with three. I can count on one hand how many guys I've been with. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Like I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Yeah. And then by you even coming out and saying that, and especially like you could always tell by a person's personality if they're fucking or not. Yeah. You you already know. Like, I've, you know, and at the end of the I'm not judging women for that. But for some reason, they feel judged. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if you really knew, there's some women that be like, oh, you'll say, like, uh, if you ask them. One girl told me, like, I lost count. And I have more respect for her. That's where I'm at in my life. <laughs> yeah. I have more respect for her than anything. Mm-hmm. Because she asked me. I told her. And I said, what about you? She said, honestly, I lost count. Like, she yeah. said, I was I was wild back in the day. I ain't gonna even lie. And I was like, you know what? I, I got love for you. And then I fucked her. I came front. <laughs> <laughs> as
1: soon as I stepped on New Mexico State campus, I completely lost count. <laughs> I went in there like... Um, carried the one, at the two, and then it was just like a total amnesia afterwards.
0: Keith had him in the dorm. I'm like,
2: oh, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah come
0: on,
1: Pepper Pig, oh my God, yeah. Caillou, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Keith was a nurse, so he'd be hitting him from the back like, what's your major? So, what are you studying? Astronomy, astronomy. <laughs> oh heck
1: no nah. nigga said, what's your mage sh- why are we having a conversation are <laughs> oh, you like that how huh? you like did you read the syllabus earlier in class
2: <laughs> the syllabus
1: <laughs> oh heck no <nah. laughs> the syllabus god dang <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, man.
0: Oh, man. It, like, honestly, people—we all go through it. I yeah. say a, a vast majority of us go through it, yeah. and it's okay. <clears throat> it, it's it's okay, man. Mm-hmm. Especially um,
1: with this internet, dude. It just makes it so so much easier. Definitely, definitely. I think it fast tracks your whole face
0: Oh, it definitely fast tracks it. Mm-hmm. And, and what I what I know is this: I, I think there's nothing wrong with a healthy sex life. But what people don't realize, especially as you get older, you can have a healthy sex life mm-hmm. without fucking everybody. You know, actually taking a little bit of time to know somebody, even if you don't want something serious, you don't have to have anything serious. But, you know, go on a date, talk to him, get to know him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then after a while, you think to yourself, like, OK, like I definitely want to fuck this chick. You know, she's really cool. You know, I don't see this going into it as a relationship, but she's a really cool person. We could, mm-hmm. you know, hang out and yeah. have some fun with each other. Yeah. And I think that's cool, man. It's nothing wrong with that. People say, like, no, I can't. This how I know this is a fucking lie. No, I can't have sex unless I'm in a relationship because sex is emotional. Really? Yeah. You yeah. think I, you think that we still believe that? Now there's some women that really feel that way, like they don't want to have any sex mm-hmm. unless they are in a relationship. Yeah. But I know some chicks that's been in a million relationships. Yeah. So what's the difference? You're still fucking yeah. a bunch of guys. Sex ain't emotional. It's just emotion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sex is emotion. In and out. <laughs> that's a good one. We
1: got to save that Yeah, for our duo. Uh, we got to do a duo. Well, we got to do the live podcast one day. I think that would be great. Definitely. But yeah, man, it's, um, I was going to say something. Um, but yeah, like to, to piggyback on your point. Um, I've done some things that I'm probably not going to mention on this podcast, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, like now it's, you know, I'm 27 years old. I think that, um, like, there's no room for like a the the like I'm too old for a whole phase. Is what I'm trying to say. Definitely, you know what I mean, like, I, you won't catch me Same out here. here. Like, if we, you know, like the groupies and stuff like that. Like, I'm just, I'm probably not. I I I can't really speak. I'm not really famous. But um, in my mind right now, I don't think I'll be just sleeping with all kind of groupies and stuff like that.
0: Not at all. There has to be some sort of relationship. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Some Mm -hmm. form of a. So you got to understand, you don't have to be in a a love relationship. It has to be a form of a relationship now where you actually like have built rapport with the person. Mm -hmm. Like I can't sleep with a chick. Like, hey, my name's Eddie. Oh, your name's Sally. Hey, come back to my place. Like, fuck that. No, I cannot do that. Especially at my age. I just cannot do that. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, to me, I'll be thinking too much. Like, this chick really wants to give me some pussy. I just met her 30 minutes ago. Like, this mm-hmm. is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> this is not, no, I, this yeah. is not going to happen. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the next your next trip after that will be to the clinic. Like, I'm itching really bad. I don't know <laughs> what happened, man. Yeah. I got parasites growing off of my shit, oh my man. God.
1: I could, I could. <laughs> what's uh I can cook some gumbo with all these crabs on my pelvis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, it's crazy, man. I wonder how many dudes. And I had a, a homie of mine, I ain't gonna say no names, but he got an STD. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he, somebody had brought it up and he was like, Man, I can't believe it, bro. Like, I didn't know, but she's really pretty, bro. I thought she was clean, bro. Yeah. Like, I said, Dude, you think the prettiest girls be the biggest hoes? Yeah. You really think that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to talk about that in
1: a, in a stand up one day,
0: well, bro. It's the truth. I, I hate the this. topic.
1: I haven't wrote the joke, but just that idea of like men, guys, be like thinking they can look at a girl and tell if she yeah, got an STD. Stupid. Yeah, it's like first, any girl can have an STD.
0: Yes. Use a fu- first off, use a fucking condom and use common sense. Yeah. It just it, when things don't add up, just don't have sex with you. Got to be able to control your dick, man. Like we, we as men need dick reform. Like we mm. need to learn how to control our dicks. Yeah. Uh, one of one of my uh, my jokes on my stand-up was that they needed you know how they put boots on cars when you park illegally for too long.
1: Oh yeah, they
0: should start putting boots on our dicks.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> said that at the uh, at the avenue, huh?
0: Yeah, it's like yo, like hey babe, I can't come out right now. I got a boot on my dick. I'll come back. <laughs> I'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's it's crazy. not cool, man. Yeah. But yeah, the reason why a lot of pretty girls be hoes is because, and I'm not trying to slut shame whatever the fuck you call it, but. Reason why a lot of pretty girls be hoes is because they can have any dick they want. Mm-hmm. A woman could walk into establishment, right, mm-hmm. and that she knows she had, she knows she's hot. She knows that the eyes are on her. Now all she has to do is choose whatever guy she wants to fuck. Mm-hmm. If she wants to have sex, she can. You know, when a woman is is sexually like withdrawn, where she doesn't want to like fuck around, then she has that option. And when women are not having sex, they're making a conscious a, a conscious choice more times than not. Yeah, because pretty much most of men in society want to fuck them, mm-hmm. you know. But when I'm on a dry spell, it's because I'm getting curved, and I'm yeah. like, oh fuck it, you know. They keep throwing a curveball. You trying to hit, you know? You hoping
1: for a fastball?
0: Nah, they keep throwing a third uh, a curveball. I'm trying to hit a fucking home run. Yeah, I'm trying they to keep get a couple a knuckleball. I'm trying to get a couple RBIs. Yeah,
1: a couple RBIs. <laughs> That's some baseball talk. R. Kelly been still in home base since uh never mind.
0: R. Kelly. Hey, this, I wanted to add this sound bite, but fuck <clears throat> it. I I'll just talk about it real quick. We don't want to get on the topic of R. Kelly, cause fuck him. But uh <laughs> <laughs> they said, uh, well, we see that uh there was a story saying that you hog tied someone. Hog I don't know how to hog tie people. That was his fucking <laughs> response. <laughs> Literally, like dude, you say, Look, I haven't hog tied anyone. Yeah. He's like, I didn't hog tie. I don't know how to hog tie people. I use the rope. You'd be like, Oh, well, goddamn. Yeah. It's, uh, that's a sad
1: situation, man. You're fucking stupid. I don't want that to bring down my energy. No, nah, not depressed. at all. But uh, yeah, whole phases. R. <clears throat> Kelly went through a whole phase. <laughs>
0: R. Kelly 52 going through a whole phase. He's fucking sick, bastard. <laughs> He gonna go through a prison phase soon. Get this nigga the fuck out of here.
1: Drop the soap. I don't know how to drop the
0: soap. <laughs> oh man. Standing here looking in the mirror. Getting fucked in my ass. <laughs> man, fuck our Kelly. Let's move on. But yeah, man. Oh, man. Um it, I, Go ahead, dude.
1: There was there is one theory though that um some some people believe he like men too, R. Kelly. Yeah, so he might, he, he might not want to be locked up, but he might enjoy the atmosphere.
0: Well, shit, Jesse Smollett want to be locked up. Shh. I don't think he want to be locked
1: up, but he would enjoy the atmosphere.
0: <clears throat> It'd be, be some big old thug dude. Like, hey, what's up? What's popping? <laughs> What's up, little Empire nigga? You really want me to beat that ass up, don't you? <laughs> 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 All right, man. We getting off topic with this bullshit. All right, <laughs> no, nah, man. I, I mean, at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with the whole phase. Um, you think? You, huh? You think? Uh,
1: Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, small. <laughs> he gonna, <laughs> he gonna begin. Uh, his cheeks beat to uh, some Tupac. Oh my God!
0: <laughs> all right, for anybody that doesn't understand that, the context of it is he referred to himself as the gay Tupac. Yeah. So he gonna be listening to all eyes on me getting hit from the back. <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> he gonna be the one making those noises.
2: Oh, you like that when anyone's going in there? <laughs>
0: Yeah oh, man, shout yeah. out to Jesse Smollett. All right. Yeah, before we close this topic, out man, there's nothing wrong with the whole phase. It can be beneficial for some, some, yeah. w- some women who have been in an in a, in a unhappy relationship with their husband or boyfriend for a long time, and he ain't been dicking you down right for a while, and you know you've been wondering what life is like once y'all broke up. And Why does you- it
1: sound like a PSA? I'm just saying. It's the fucking truth. It's the truth. Your husband ain't been dicking you down.
0: You need some real good dick in your life. Look, man. The reason why people love comedy because it's a reality that they laugh at, but in in actual reality, everybody's so fucking PC. Everybody's so politically correct. And I'm just saying what the fucking truth is. A lot of these women are not getting fucked right. They've been in marriages where they're marriages and relationships that suck mm-hmm. they haven't experienced men outside of the lousy men that they have and by the time they get out in the world and they start getting fucked right then they're gonna start fucking all kind of guys and they're gonna be like oh my god i've been such a whole the last month and then actually they're gonna be like you know what i had fun i don't mm-hmm. care yeah and at the end of the good day good for you girl good for you yeah. and then by the time you settle down you will you should not have no more curiosities, mm-hmm. because curiosity will kill. Curiosity kills relationships. As mm-hmm. long as you're curious about how that's somebody real. might want to bend your ass over, then you're not gonna, you know, you, yeah, it, you know. But yeah, yeah, that's all I got.
1: That's real. If you fantasizing about Eddie, um, driving his 18
0: wheeler into you. Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> I want a tight pussy, not a big one. <laughs> And you married, <laughs> um,
1: you should reassess your life. Or just break up with your husband and you know.
0: Yep. Yep. Break up break up with him and uh you know. Call into the podcast. All right. one eight hundred a trucker's
1: mine. One eight hundred trucker fucks. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Me and are gonna start a a uh a, a um bang bros competitor. <laughs>
0: Yeah Coming soon Literally All right, (laughs) right, moving forward Women calling you daddy during sex When did this start? Why did it start? I I just don't understand why this is a thing And the reason why I don't understand why it's a thing Is because the word daddy is used towards a father figure And I think that men have overblown egos And our egos are so big that we don't realize it And I think me I'm a pretty humble guy So I don't need a woman To call me daddy During sex I think it's really weird Mm -hmm. You know Um, And it's like Oh daddy Oh daddy And I'm just like First of all I don't have kids Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Secondly Like do you want me to go into character now? Like, yeah. want me to pick you up from school, huh? Oh, huh, my you like God, that? That's gross. Want me to make you lunch? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm going to take you to soccer practice? Right? Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> so like don't <laughs> fucking soccer practice, Don't fucking man. call me daddy. Like spank my ass, daddy. Spank my ass. And I think that's weird because like it's almost like it's it's almost like discipline like when you're, you know, you get disciplined by your parents. Mm-hmm. And the tick's telling you to smack her ass, and then you smack her ass, as he's calling you daddy, mm-hmm. and you're just like, I don't know about this. This is this is extremely awkward.
1: That just lets me know um, these girls watch a lot of porn. Yeah, that's the only way
0: you would figure that out. Yeah, and then they make that little baby voice. Yeah, smack my fucking ass. Do what you're like, God damn! Like this yeah. is this doesn't turn me on. Yeah, this is like a fucking. Like, I'm not a porn star. I'm just a black guy. Like, don't yeah, fucking re- do this. Yeah, I'm just really
1: regular. Yeah.
0: I'm just regular, man. Don't do this to me.
1: I like some nice Netflix on, you know, preferably a good a good TV show on Netflix or some some music.
0: Nah, I don't want a good TV show. When I'm trying to get some pussy, I turn the worst thing on Netflix on. Hey, I got to tell y'all a story, bro. <laughs>
1: Let me tell y'all listeners a story. One time I was chilling with Eddie. Oh, I forgot where we we might have, like, I don't know where we had came from. But we pull up to the red box uh, before he drops me off at home and um, he goes to the red box and he starts scrolling through the movies and he scrolls through all the newest releases. It might have been like, you know, a Marvel movie might have came out. Fast and Furious might have came out. Kept scrolling to the right, kept scrolling to the right. Um, And he finally I'm like, hey, man, that that movie is uh, pretty good. You should check it out. That movie is pretty good. You should check it out. Hey, like, bro, what do you? Why do you keep scrolling to the right? Eventually, he lands on the te- the most terrible B-rated movie that I've ever seen. It was like fucking
0: Sharknado. No, nah, it wasn't that. It was something fucked Shark- up. N-
1: I don't even think they have DVDs. For nah, me. it's on the <laughs> Netflix. Yeah, so um, he gets the the thing, um, and it wasn't until on the ride home that it dawned on me. He bought that movie because he's not going to watch that movie. Nope. It's going to be boring. It's going to be uninteresting. The plot's going to be all out of whack terrible acting and 20 minutes into the
0: movie going to be like
1: oh yeah oh yeah you like that oh
0: yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah man to all you listeners out there if you actually want to you know because she she's coming over she knows what she wants to do already mm-hmm. and you know what you want to do but you don't want to just be aggressive and be like hey let's go to the room like you want to like let her relax maybe have a drink talk to her for a little bit put a movie on but don't put a good one on because she'll engage into it too much like oh my god I can't believe they did that. Yeah. Like you got to get the most crappiest, no plot fucking trash movie on there. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, she might fucking, you know, cuddle up with you and then, you know, she starts grabbing dick and then you go to the back. Hopefully, she asks for consent. Nope, I've never had a woman ask me for for consent, ever. <laughs> Women just start grabbing dick. <laughs> Shout out to Andrew Schultz. <laughs> yeah, man. I've never. It, it, for, some, for some reason, consent is always a one-way street. It's always like, he should ask. He should ask for consent. I, that's another thing we've never talked about on here. Mm-hmm. Consent. I, I can never ask. I've never in my life asked a woman, hey, do you want to have sex? I think they would totally be turned off. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, I've never said, hey, uh, is it okay if we have sex? I think that a woman would be like, this guy is a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there was these these toxic feminists, you know, because femi- feminists, I don't have a problem with them. But toxic feminists, toxic feminists, yes, because they're fucking idiots. They say, oh, a man should be asking you for consent. No, don't say what a man should do. A man should respect a woman. He should respect her space. He should not be grabbing her and putting his hands on her. But when it is a mutual attraction, you guys will be up on each other. And then you're going to fuck. And then you're going to be, you're going to have a great time. It's Mm -hmm. not going to, you know, you're not, I put up a poll on Instagram. And I said, and I said, ladies, would you have sex with a guy who asked for it? Because I did a whole story, like I'm talking about consent. And a hundred percent of the women said no. I would not have. And it was, there was about twenty five women that clicked on that survey. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there is no like, there is no correlation between what this feminist said and how at, women actually feel.
1: That is also twenty five.
0: That's not a lot of people for for a. Uh, but think about how many. Size. Yeah, but think about how many women seen it and just didn't feel like talking about it. I just don't believe. I just don't believe women want to have sex with a guy that has to ask for it. Yeah, that's like that. Women are huge on get a clue, get a clue, pal, get a yeah. clue. Yeah, so we need to get a clue. Men need <clears throat> to know when women want to fuck them or not. You yeah. need to know it. You need to look look at the signs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you gotta ask a woman if you want to have sex, y'all shouldn't be having sex. Mm-hmm. Point blank, fucking period. Just grab her vagina if it's it where she wants to have sex. Like I said, I think you. <laughs> <laughs> He trying to escape by that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Oh my god! I wish we had that soundbite grabbed by the pussy. Oh man! Oh jeez! That totally fucking fried my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't go grab a vagina until a woman is very comfortable with you. Like, yeah. you know, we all reach for the vagina, but that's not the first and thing I, you need and I'll,
1: In serious seriousness, though, like, if she's not wet down there, that means there's probably, like, no sort of attraction.
0: Yeah, so. I don't think lube's going to fix that. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be some type of moisture. And <clears throat> you put your hand down there and ain't nothing going on, be like, look, I'm sorry for touching you like that. Yeah. I think it's time I go home.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna take this boring Redbox movie back and uh just drive home. I'm
0: sorry your vagina was too boring. I have to leave <laughs> now <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, man. Yeah. yeah. In all seriousness though, men, you gotta make sure you respect women. Respect their boundaries, respect their space. But when you guys wanna fuck each other, you have to know that. You have to know when yeah, you just you just know. Yeah. From the fucking five minutes into a conversation, a woman knows when they want to fuck you or not. Yeah, I you know? think. Uh, um, yeah, that is weird.
1: I think. How is that with like dating, though? I think the majority of people ask,
0: like, "Hey, do you want to go out with me?" I mean, yeah, but here's the thing. It's honestly, not really
1: comparable, but I'm just, I'm just saying.
0: No, you're right. You're right. But honestly. I think we all judge things on if we would fuck somebody or not. I think every single person in this world judges immediately like, hmm, I'll fuck them. Oh, she's pretty cool. She speaks well. I I think, like, the attraction is there first. Like, it's the first thing we see. So we are are all, like, victims of the same thing. We want to be attracted to someone. Mm -hmm. So we see that first. And uh, along with the attraction, this is like, oh, they look great it's it's usually sexual like i mean
1: we're we're animals at the end of the day it's, be, exactly. not, it's not that deep like exactly you know, in the in the jungle they're looking for the lion that has <laughs> the biggest roar the the biggest mane the you know the most aggressive one, and then that's the lion that is like you know having sex with all the women so they can have little baby cubs.
0: Yeah, so but a lot of these women don't deal with guys like that. <clears throat> a lot of guys they deal with can't even grow a fucking beard. And ah. they're, they're like five for six, <laughs> and they and for some reason they get pussy from everybody. And for some reason the, <laughs> the the most player pretty boy type dudes, mm-hmm. that's just trash and treat women like shit. They be getting the most pussy, man. Mm-hmm. They be fucking all of Bakersfield. Oh man, you be like dude? Like you and the the thing? I think you you could. I think. You could tell a lot about a woman by the guys that she deals with, because mm-hmm. they'll say like, "I'm tired. I don't. I can't handle no man that's like this or like that." And then you look at their baby daddy, you'd be like, "Really? Damn." I mean, we all make mistakes, but goddamn. Yeah, I don't make those mistakes. Is that Mario from Mario Brothers? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> you had a baby by Luigi?
1: Who the yeah. fuck is that? <laughs> I have this joke about. <laughs> I, have, I have to work it out. A little bit more, but it's about like how fast um it's something about like women move on so fast because they come slow. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like it goes into like <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then it goes into how like women will find like uh like your doppelganger and date him. Mm, oh, like he's wow. He looks kind of like you, but he may have, like, glasses on or something. Or he looks kind of like
0: you, but he may be, like, 5'2", or something like that. Oh, man. <clears throat> women, women. whenever you see a woman move on, this is something else that's funny. This is anybody. I don't want to put this on women. Just anybody. If, you, if somebody's been in a relationship for five, six years, and they move on, like, in three weeks, and they're with somebody else, they've been fucking cheating the whole time. Mm-hmm. They've been fucking somebody the whole time they were in that last relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what people don't understand And I be thinking like how do people move on that quick Cause if I, this is why I'm not in a relationship Cause last time I broke up I just feel horrible Because I actually have feelings I actually like in a relationship I take them seriously So when I break up I need time to myself I don't want no pussy I don't want nothing I just only want to deal with women for I just want to be to myself
2: mm-hmm.
0: Make money, lift weights, be with family and friends And clear my mind and then I could go back into the world and get some pussy. But until then, <laughs> I need my time to myself. It could be three months where I'm just three or four months before I'm just like, I I say like three, three months mm-hmm. before I finally try to go out and actively get laid. Mm-hmm. Just because it's just, it just, I can't, I can't be out in the world that fast. Some mm-hmm. people break up next week. They already fucking.
1: Yeah. Don't get it. Yeah, man. It's sad. It's it's really sad. You know, and (laughs) I say it mostly from people around me, I'd be like, "Dang, you just you just broke up with this dude, and then yeah, you know, you all on Twitter talking about another person, or you know, it's 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 sad, man. It's really sad.
0: Yeah, pretty fucked up. Some
1: people just need time to themselves.
0: Yeah, we kind of spun out of control. It was initially about women calling you daddy during sex. I think we covered it. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. So, ladies, sums it up. So, ladies, for some reason, this is just fair warning. Okay. Um, in the future for any reason for any reason somehow me or Keith end up hitting you from the back please you don't still call did. us that <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: you're a fool
0: man <laughs> yeah all right let's move on <clears throat> sequel abuse have, oh, have any of you guys watched a movie with so many goddamn sequels like Rocky and fucking Fast and Furious and yeah. Transformers? And and you're thinking to yourself, this shit ain't been good in a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Look, man, I hope I'm not the only one that thinks this. And, you know, look, I, look, I'm a consumer of content. I make content and I don't like the shit on people's content. But at the same time. If people don't like this podcast and they express that, then you have that right. But I will say this. Fast and Furious, you need to stop, okay? <laughs> God damn it, please got stop. Hobbs and uh, the
1: Rock and Jason Statham
0: now. Wait, when the what the <clears throat> fuck happened to this thing, man? Yeah. They went from driving cars to now they are doing drug deals and like mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like what? Like I don't, I don't I'm lost. Mm-hmm. I stopped watching this shit like 10 years ago cuz they lost me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The acting is horrible first of all. It is atrocious. <laughs> All it is is these punchlines, these punch like these tough guy punchlines, like, yeah, we'll get them next time. They'll never get away. And you'd be <laughs> like, bruh, this is so fucking 20 years ago. Yeah. God, it's just horrible. And the Rocky movies, I love Rocky, but towards the end it was bad. I just think people, when they create these things and they turn it into this repetitive, repetitive, repetitive sequel, is just yeah. like... You're just taking away from the initial, like, excitement and that organic feeling of, like, this is great. Mm-hmm. And it's like it just become a cash cow and you're just taking everybody's money. Yeah. I hated that. I hope
1: I don't. If <laughs> if um, if this ever happens to me 10 years down the line and I have, like, 10 sequels to a movie, uh, you could come back to this podcast and um, share it on my timeline on whatever social media is popping at that point. But as of right now, I hate it. I think that yeah. <clears throat> um, we just exhaust these franchises until you know until people get tired of them, and I, I get I usually get tired of them before the world gets tired of them. So it oh just sucks God. for me. And I and I always start out a fan like Fast and Furious. I I used to love those movies. I used to you know want to drive an Eclipse because I seen you know the fat super fast Eclipse in the movies and stuff like that. And <clears throat> and you know, even like you said, Rocky. Rocky, I I got onto him late because I'm, you know, I, I didn't really grow up watching Rocky. But um, the same thing, like some of the latter movies weren't as great as the um, the first couple ones. And it's because it turned it turns into a business. Yeah, it start it starts out as a as a passion. I believe the whoever. Oh my god. Huh? What? <laughs> Eddie just farted. But I don't want to fart shame him, though. If you want to go back to a previous episode, Eddie mentions fart shaming. I tried to let that shit out slow. And yeah. it went. Poof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, go ahead, man. Sorry. But
1: no, the. Um, but so I imagine when these, these franchises start, they just start out as a passion, right? Like, there's somebody. Um, I don't know, the guy, the screenwriter for the first Fast and Furious movie, but I'm sure he was like, oh, man, he's probably chilling in L.A. or, you know, San Fernando Valley or something. And he's seen, you know, a growing car culture out there. And he was like, man, this would be dope to have a movie about, you know, people that were super into cars like that. And You know, he typed up the movie, did a little bit of research, and then boom. And then all of a sudden it starts, you know, getting a lot of traction and more and more people are showing up to the movie theater and they're like, man, somehow we have to expand this. Oh man, we're making, you know, uh, half a billion dollars on this movie every time it drops every summer it drops. So it's like, how, like, how can they not turn it down from a business perspective? I understand it, but, um, sometime we have to, we have to think about, um, somehow we, sometimes we have to separate the art and the business because once when you don't do that this is this is a result of it. Exactly. You know, we have like 13, I don't know how many Marvel movies there are, it's but the, oh there's a lot. Oh my god, it's too much. A, I love Marvel. Stan my freaking Twitter handle is the Black Stan Lee. Um but I just watched Captain Marvel what day was it? On Friday, I believe uh yeah, Friday. I watched Captain Marvel on Friday and i fell asleep in the theater and it wasn't the movie was okay it wasn't you know it wasn't anything that like was amazing or you know anything that i hadn't seen before i thought you know it it was just an okay movie but part of my part of me going to sleep in the movie was like once i seen the trailer it just didn't move me emotionally i was like oh this is just another superhero movie obviously it's like the first girl superhero movie but not even that is enough to move me to be like, oh, this is like a must-watch movie. Ain't the first, it's fucking uh, Wonder Woman. I meant for Marvel. Oh, Marvel, yeah. yeah. So this is the, this is their first female superhero um, solo movie. So uh, yeah, and I'm watching, and I'm just like, it's just it's, it's like it's it's just a cool movie. Yeah, and it's I think part of it is what they do is they they keep. Um, making the same movie over and over. Yeah. So if you've seen one Fast and Furious movie, you can jump into it like three movies down the line and <clears> nothing <throat> has changed. Like for the Marvel movies, I started off watching every single one. I was like, oh, man, I can't wait. This is amazing. This is amazing. Then they started making like Ant-Man. It's just too and, much. And then Ant-Man gets a sequel. I haven't watched that movie. I'm not really Hell interested no. in watching it. There's like three. There's probably uh, there's probably like three Marvel characters that I genuinely care about their solo movies and their their characters, but outside of that it's just a bunch of fluff
0: yeah it's a lot of fluff man mm-hmm. I, you know honestly, and this is just me, maybe it's because I'm biased and I don't know anything about film or anything, but i I, I just don't understand how you give Ant Man a movie you know for Marvel before you give Gambit a fucking movie, yeah, like Gambit was really an interesting character in the yeah. Marvel uh with the x men and I've yet to see him. I've seen him with a small part. Uh, and mm. Gambit don't got nothing. Um, Wolverine, definitely, they gave him some energy. The movie Wolverine, yeah, that they last capped them, it I, off
1: really well. I love that's, that. That's the thing. I lo- one yeah. thing. This part of why I admire Donald Glover so much is he talked about this in an interview once. He was like, "I like endings." He's like, "Yes, having an, endi- an ending is ending is okay." And this is what you learn in film school. You learn that people in Europe actually end TV shows. Like they don't have. Long-running TV shows that last like twenty seasons, yeah, because they're okay with a show ending. Like it's going to live on forever. Yes. You can watch it over and over, but they're okay with capping something off before you know the fans run away from it.
0: You know what I mean? Very true. That's so, true because you're right. Because I think car enthusiasts have ran away from Fast and Furious. Yeah, it's became so. It's it's they've they've and they've literally taken on a crowd of people who are like casual, like trendy fans. Like, oh, this is hot. But mm-hmm. I, I think an actual car enthusiast has tuned out of Fast and Furious quite a while ago. Yeah, it just doesn't. It just now nah. the the first one definitely a lot of car enthusiasts like oh that you know these cars are great this and that. But mm-hmm. they start coming out with all these the Tokyo Drifts and all that they were like I don't know and Tokyo Drift still focus on cars a lot still. Yeah, I think Tokyo Drift was one of the last cars, not last cars, one of the last films that just actually focused
1: on the, yeah. the cars. Yeah, but
0: then all these fucking drug deals and all this shit going on. Mm-hmm. I think that. What turns me off the most about Fast and Furious mm-hmm. is the, all the fi- the fi- the uh, the fictitious scenes. Mm-hmm. You got Tyrese jumping from a car onto a plane, doing yeah. a backflip. Like, man, this nigga can't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This nigga crying in his videos. Like, <laughs> what more do you want from me? <laughs> You're crying over child support. Yeah, you crying over child support, man. You can't do these stunts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and and then adding the, the act. They're always adding these random act at least in Fast and Furious they're just adding these random like big name actors big yeah. name action stars just because like oh let's just throw The Rock in there because oh, he's the god. biggest you know he's the cash cow in the the entertainment business right now exactly
0: it's horrible Kevin they, Hart probably gonna be in the next one oh my god it's just it makes me sick the way all they wanna do is monetize it they don't wanna make good content they yeah. wanna do like the the movie that made me sick and I, and this is going to be fucked up because I might run into somebody to help create this movie one day, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to keep the same energy. But the movie that made me sick more than almost any of them is The Expendables. Oh, my God. <laughs> you get all these tough guys from every tough guy movie. You get, like, I think Jean-Claude Van Damme was in it, and you yeah. got Dolph Lundgren, and you got fucking uh, 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 Jet Li. And you get all these names in a movie just for people to come out and watch it. Yeah, you're literally robbing people. You got Chuck Norris in it, uh, Schwarzenegger. It's like, dude, this is trash. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just I didn't watch. I've I seen some of it, and it just made me sick. I think Terry Crews is in it too. Yeah, like, man, I ain't watched the last. I, the action movies when I was a kid were really good. Like, you think about Terminator, classic. Yeah, Terminator they're
1: Two. They're rebooting a lot of those movies. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I think that last the, the term the last Terminator, the one with the uh, was it with Christian Bale, mm-hmm. I actually was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I. I- I'm
1: not really a Terminator. Uh, I wasn't really a Terminator fan, um, but James Cameron is. You know, obviously he's like one of the best filmmakers out there. Yeah, I love and then him. like a lot of those, uh, like Alien and The Predator. Did you like those? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, these are all these franchises, man. I I just feel like um, I just hope I don't get caught up in that. You know, once my career starts to like. You know, take off or whatever. I hope I'm able to put a cap on stuff. Definitely, just because I I don't want to like I don't move based on money now. So I feel exactly. like you know if I am in these positions where they're like, hey, let's do ten of these movies. Um, if there's not you know anything inspiring about it or anything that moves me about it, um, I, like the thing that I the knock that I have on Marvel is that they're just introducing characters no one really cares about. Yeah, like, and part of it was because the deal that they had, where they only had a lot of the um, the B superheroes, like you know Thor and all these guys, were not really like the the movies made them more popular than they were in the comic book world. True. Yeah. So <clears throat> part of that is like you know this is where you get like people like Ant Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And some of these movies turned out to be okay, but at the same time, like when I look back at them, I'm like man. I don't really
0: care about Ant-Man. Nah, I don't. Yeah. That's an old character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just yeah, I ain't with that. But it is what it is. They did it. They did it. I don't mm-hmm. know what... I don't know. They just... Pe- people came out to watch it, so, you know, they made their money. I think mm-hmm. they emphasize on making money more than making a classic movie. I grew up on classic movies. Mm-hmm. I grew up on movies like Forrest Gump and Terminator and, yeah. you know, uh, just so many great movies. Origi- yeah. Originality, I think... Originality in film is just not—it's not as 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 regular as it should be. Like, yeah, there people are too focused on making sequels, like, and abusing sequels yeah. instead of making something great. There's certain movies, I think, you ahead. know,
1: what I think ruined it is probably the CGI.
0: Oh yeah, the, once the because CGI, yeah,
1: you would have to spend so much money on. Obviously, they're spending a lot of money on movies now. Yeah, um, but you'd have to spend like so much money on like location scouting and mm-hmm. stuff like that that um and it would take more time you have like you actually have film versus like digital so there was a whole like the whole economic thing changed and
0: that that yeah. kind of shaped it we need to make this money yeah. Back. shit. yeah
1: so i think that i don't think it will ever go back to what it was um but i do think there's a handful of you know filmmakers out there that still have that old school mentality where they want to tell, a like, a fruitful story, you know, something that could connect with people emotionally and doesn't have all this, like, explosions and stuff like that. All this fluff. Yeah. And I, I like it, but it's just sometimes it
0: just gets overdone, you know. Like, and I know people are going to hate me for saying this. Like, it's some movies that they overhype, too. Like, it's, okay, for example, I seen Black Panther. I liked it, right? Mm-hmm. I liked it. I didn't love it. I mm-hmm. liked it. And everybody was telling me, oh, man, you got to watch this movie. It's the best movie I've ever seen. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. fuck, I got to watch it. And I watch it, and I was just like, it was good. Yeah. Where's the rest of the movie? You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. I, and I hadn't watched The Black Panther for a while. But it just seems like people get – it just shows how people will ride a wave and just agree with everything that's being out in the media. Mm-hmm. So that's why so many people go back to, to the theater to watch these movies is because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's an it's influence Mm-hmm. You know, they put these movies out and they don't really put them out to be great. They just put them out because it's new and they got the rock in it. Let's go watch it. And yeah. you watch it and you're just like, man, that's that. I feel like that's a part of that.
1: This is why one of my biggest gripes with some of the the these movies, um, like these blockbuster movies, but um, mostly adaptations So like comic book adaptations mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times They don't pick the, the best actor for the role They pick the most famous Best actor for the role yeah. um, But I feel like Stan Lee is bigger than any actor mm-hmm. Like DC is bigger than any actor Dragon Ball Z um, Naruto Whatever these animes are Pokemon They're bigger than any any actor um, By themselves so these um these huge entities that they've created, you know, with this imaginary, you know, this um this fiction fictional characters in these fictional worlds is bigger than exactly. any name. Very so you true. don't need in my opinion, you don't need Ben Affleck to be Batman. Batman is like huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are gonna watch Batman regardless. And, you know, any superhero for that matter. <clears throat> <So clears throat> what do you that's kinda like what that's kinda what I liked about the um the the uh the new X Men stuff that they did. Yeah. They just picked they didn't pick like no names, but yeah. They picked people that weren't necessarily the most famous actors out there. So got it. What do you think about some of these uh, uh characters turning black? Um there Michelle Rodriguez had a point. Um I don't want to misquote her, you guys might have to like look it up. But her her thing was like we don't need to make uh, any of these characters any other color than they already are. She was like, I challenge creators out there to make their own superheroes and and then make them, you know, whatever Mexican or Great. Chinese or whatever, the, point. whatever the case. That's where I stand because, um, like, for, like, uh, like Superman or Spider-Man, for instance. When I when I grew up watching them, um. They were white characters. Superman mm. is obviously like an alien, but he's like white pretty much. Yeah, white aliens. Yeah, white aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so like when I, when I, when I want to watch the, uh, the superhero adaptation, the live action version of it, like I want to see that character look like how he did inside of the, uh, in the comic books and the TV shows. For me, I'm a creator, so I'm like, okay, I know Spider-Man is white. Peter Parker is white. Um, cool. Cool. But I know I can make a black superhero that can be just as cool to, you know, my community as Peter Parker is to, you know, the world. And and there and there are characters um they're trying to push that now. Like they're trying to create uh they have like the new generation of um a lot of different characters. Like yeah. the new Iron Man is uh like a black girl and yeah. the, the new uh Captain Marvel is like this Muslim girl or something like that. I think that's cool. She Muslim? I, yeah oh damn. I just don't to me personally I don't like switching the switching the the races like that It just feels weird sometimes I feel like what they did with like miles Morales is dope though like just create a new uh a new and improved character and you don't have to like um argue with people on Twitter about
0: the race of their favorite superhero yeah yeah, yeah I think i yeah, just i think it'd be original start mm-hmm. coming out with new shit,
1: yeah that's what I was telling like. When I, um, I was having a conversation with my older brother, and I was like, dude, like, there hasn't been really any new superheroes created. None. Like, all of these Marvel movies, these are characters that were created dang near 50, 60 years ago, and they're making, they're finally making movies about them now. I was like, people need to, um... just get in a creative bag and you know Seriously. work on some new content.
0: Create some, you know, we want to create a, a black superhero. Yeah. named Tyrone. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. Instead of throwing hadoukis, he'd be like, "Nigga, please." <laughs> throwing
1: nigga pleases. Nigga please. <laughs> nigga please. <laughs> nigga please. So <laughs> you
2: <a> <laughs> EBT. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: an EBT. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: Yeah, I think that's that's my goal though. I want to create like, uh, you know, new superheroes, new new worlds, new. And I I explained a uh, uh, an idea of mine to Eddie already, um, yeah, yeah. and I think it has a lot of potential. I just have to be in a better place um, in my career where I can actually like. Um, my goal is like like how they. Just offered like Tyler the Creator a TV show, or like they just said, Hey, Donald Glover, you can have this show on FX and you could pretty much do whatever you want with it. Like, I want to get in this space in my career where my content is um, like I've amassed a following and my content is good content, and people are like, Okay, we believe in what this guy is doing. So we'll give him a chance to have a show on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon or whatever the case. Pornhub. Yeah, I would, <laughs> bro, I would change the game if Damn. I, <laughs> because, you know, we always talk about that joke Chris, Rock's had, Chris Rock has about how terrible black porn is.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just change the whole, the, the, the quality of it. And take that yeah. fucking baby voice out of the porn.
1: Yeah. Like, do black yeah, women Stop do that? doing that.
0: What? Do black women do that? Black women just like nigga please. <laughs> <EBT>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's move on. All right. Um social media personality disorder. This is a topic we're revisiting and we talked about it. And basically with social media uh disorder, uh there are people that will be a character on social media that does not translate into real life on on social media they'll be the most woke the most uh, the greatest parent and mm-hmm. the most successful person but in reality they're just playing a game because it doesn't translate yeah and it's like it's just everybody's saying the right things everybody's always talking about the only the, the good things on social media mm-hmm. and what's crazy is is sometimes their ego is so amplified on social media that when you see them in reality, some people think they're too good for you. Yeah. And you'd be like, what? Yeah. Like, they will literally blow by. He's like, hey, how's it going? They'll just be like, huh, huh. hmm I'm important. You're not. I I have a thousand followers. Hmm. You're like, dude, you fucking suck at life. Yeah. But you're a master of social media. Yeah. Like, nah, dude. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, social ma- social
1: media can give you a false presence um a false perception of reality you can think that a lot of people genuinely like you you can think that people really like what you're doing and what you're doing and um doing on social media but most of the time that doesn't translate to real life no that's why I don't understand why people have to post every single day bruh like I feel like some people are afraid of losing followers or, you know, being forgot about or, you know, in this 2019, a lot of people have short attention spans. So I feel like people are like, man, if I don't post every day, if I don't post at the peak hours, um, you know, uh, 12 at noon and 6pm, and if I don't post at these times every single day, then people are going to
0: forget about me. Very true, and some people, some people, they think that, mm-hmm. and I see some people post like four selfies in a day on social media, and I'm yeah. like, Jesus Christ, we get it, we know how your fucking face looks, yeah, we see it all the time, fuck,
1: yeah. yeah,
0: you know, at me, I personally will use social media, and I, I use it, uh, like if I have a thought on my mind, I'll go to my Instagram story and mm-hmm. and talk on there, because mm-hmm. I like to like pretty much vlog on my um, Instagram story, mm-hmm. but. I don't post to my actual feed every day. I go week sometimes. I Mm -hmm. only really post podcast content. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we're doing social media right and you're doing it wrong. All we're saying is, is like if you don't have any business to leverage, if you don't have anything that's really interesting, why do you feel the need to post all the time? Mm -hmm. There's some. uh, There's some chick. I'm not gonna leave her nameless, but. She created a page and she just posts nothing but pictures of her, literally almost naked.
1: Her name is uh, Hoesha.
0: Yeah, yeah, fucking Honisha. Yeah, man. But it's like, <laughs> and it's like, look, you can do that. I get it. But if you don't have any, re- if you're not leveraging that into, you know, trying to make money, then come on. And plus, that's oversaturated content. There's enough mm-hmm. naked people on social media. Yeah. So I don't see the whole point of that. I just don't understand what. People's
1: goals are like if yeah. I look at your page and I don't see if it doesn't clearly show me a goal without, like, actually, like, without reading your bio. Yeah, because you know, people be lying in a bio definitely. I'm a rapper, uh, entrepreneur, and a businessman, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, 90% of the time, them niggas is lying. Yeah, but if I look at your feed and it's like, okay, if it, uh, If I look at your feed and I see you're posting like photography pictures and you're posting uh, um, drawings or you're posting, you know, uh, skits or, you know, pictures from your stand up or podcasts and all that content that tells me more about what you're doing. Most definitely. Yeah. And, you know, I can appreciate those people, but people that are just using social media for their ego, I just don't I don't really understand it. I feel like those are the people that they weren't.
0: Um, shown enough love as a child pretty, You know what that's right They probably got daddy issues mm-hmm. Yeah cause I, I just think that there's no reason To be seen that much on social media mm-hmm. Like I, I honestly I'll be completely honest too when, when I start like let's say I start looking at a chick Or I think she's kinda you know Cool or I think she's pretty sexy Or she may seem like a pretty interesting chick I look directly at her social media And I know that sounds horrible Like why are you stalking someone's social media You cannot tell exactly who the fuck a person is, but you can get a really good idea of who they are by looking at their social media. Mm -hmm. And if you look at it, there's some women that I literally just stopped talking to. Not because I was judging them, but because they have bad energy. Mm -hmm. Like, they would come off as the most wholesome girl, and then I go to their social media, and it's them talking about, like, niggas ain't shit, and Mm -hmm. fuck all these men, and... You know, they t- posting twerk videos and stuff. Like, I can't deal with a chick like that, man. I'm almost in my mid-30s. Like, yeah. uh-uh, I'm not. No, no thank you. Yeah. You know? So social media in general, it will tell a story. Like, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but it will tell a story about you. Yeah. Um, And if you just feel the need... There's some people, like, hold on. Matter of fact, well, I can't look it up because I got my phone on airplane mode. Yeah. But <laughs> I know somebody that had 4,200 pictures. I seen somebody have... 8,000 pictures like dude you have a social media addiction mm-hmm. i mean all the stuff you're posting and reposting is it necessary
2: mm-hmm.
0: like what do you like, you want to make people laugh like what's going on i mm-hmm. I, I mean i have close to a thousand pictures no i have like like 930 or something like that mm-hmm. but it took me a long time to add that and at one time i had over a thousand because I, I got caught up in the social media addiction thing. Mm-hmm. I was posting shit that I didn't need to post and making people laugh. I, I got addicted to getting a reaction from people. I was becoming a social media person. Mm-hmm. So I said, fuck this. I just deleted a bunch of shit that didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much start posting wholesome content. And it just, all those pictures start going down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know?
1: Yeah. That's real. I think, uh, fortunately for me, I never got caught up into the the um, I think at one time, but I don't think I was caught up in like maybe I was addicted in a certain aspect was the communication side of it. Yeah. You know, once a little when I was a lot younger, the um, the communication through Facebook, you know, people wanted to make each other laugh and, you know, we're just, you know, you know, just talking about. Whatever the current topic is at the time, we're commenting on each other's posts. We're we're on Twitter all night, you know, trying to do whatever, holler at girls or whatever the case may be. I, I kind of got caught up in that. But after a while, you realize it's, it's just all it's not it's not real. It's just the Internet. Exactly. And I think one thing that um we had the benefit of doing was is watching, you know, a lot of these artists that we. I'm gonna say look up to, but we kind of watch their moves. A guy like Russ, we always we always talk about him because definitely, you know he he doesn't have a million followers on, or I don't know how many followers he, he, has. he does. Oh, but, <laughs> but he doesn't have um, as much followers as some of the other artists that people would deem more popular. But these same artists can't sell out shows like he can. Exactly, they don't sell as many records as he does. They they you know they can't buy their mom a house like he can. And, you know, a guy like Childish Gambino, we talked about him before where, you know, he doesn't have the hugest social media presence, um, but he sells out the forum, you know, two nights in a row. And you guys like J. Cole, you know, they don't have the social media presence. They're actually living life. Yes. But their art, when they put their art out into the world, it travels um, because they're real people, you know what I mean? Definitely. They're not these, you know, f- flash in the pan type of people. You know, they actually... Live life, and then you know, through living life, they put their their uh, their views on the world into their art, and then people love it. You know what I mean? They're not falling; they're falling. We're following. We're falling in love with these people through the medium um, of the art, not falling in love with the people through Instagram pictures or very true
0: tweets or whatever the case. Yeah, that's very true. And I'm gonna speak this into existence. Okay and it may sound very far fetched but on a trucker's mind podcast we will have Charles Gambino on here hey man got to speak it we will have Charles Scambino on this podcast mm-hmm. all right episode 50 so maybe someday when we look back after about 700 episodes yeah you'll see- <laughs> 750 <laughs> he be like yeah man you know my, um i just had to go get you know my 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 Blood circulation checked out, but uh. <laughs> he old. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't no more.
1: What is that? Uh, remember that meme? It was a. Uh, it was like he ain't no like he had grew his beard out and he was doing the uh the Han Solo stuff. And then they had they said something like he ain't no longer childish Gambino. He like grown Gambino. Yeah, he or something said something. Like yeah, mature Gambino or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I was yeah. busting up. Yeah,
0: that yeah, funny. man. Yeah, I, I just think ultimately we need to do a better job with how we. How not so much balance. I don't think you should balance social media. Social mm-hmm. media is never a priority. Social yeah. media. Social media is just something that we use. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that's something that we need. If you take away Facebook and Snapchat and all this shit, that yeah. we're just human beings. And if you take all of our smartphones away and give us a flip phone, then I think it would actually be great because it would re- it, re- it would reduce the amount of. Ego that most people have. Yeah. Like I think, I think that the type of attention people receive on social media, they carry that in their everyday life, and it's yeah. like, no, like I, I mean, I, I didn't press like, like I didn't press like on you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is this is real life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could get 400 likes and go out in the world and you suck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, 400 likes. No, here's the thing. This was fucked up. All right, and this is gonna sound really mean, but if you uh, if you get 400 likes on a selfie, but you go out in the world and you get a $400 paycheck for de- for two weeks of work, then what are them 400 likes doing? Yeah. I'm just saying.
1: Basically, you're saying, like, you, social media should be used to leverage something. Don't exactly. just be, you know, don't just be selling yourself for a like that has no real value to it. No. Nah. Right? You should be, if you if you have that influence to get however many views on your social media or whatever like try to influence that to actually make make some sort of income don't do it just to
0: feed your ego
1: thank you yeah
0: another thing too is and this is going to sound fucked up but let's just hear me out anybody who is very popular on social media and you might tune into this podcast and you get a lot of reception a lot of people like your pictures i'm here to tell you you are not special okay mm-hmm. you are not special neither me or keith our content is special, in my opinion, mm-hmm. but we use, we speak with our content, we put it on our social media platforms, but we don't think we're special to everyone else. You see me in public, I'm gonna say, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. I don't think I'm better than you because I have a fucking podcast. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So a lot of people tend to think that they're even better than other people because they are the pretty person on social media or they're the, they're the cool guy on social media. And it's like, yeah. no. You are just you, you are not special. I don't give a yeah. fuck who you think you are, yeah, you're just the guy using it and you if you take away social media, then you really won't have a leg to stand on, yeah, you're
1: really regular, yeah, just take- I think you know i the, I think the great thing about what I've been able to do is surround myself by humble people that are just yeah, you know they're they're the type of people to keep their head down and you know just keep grinding, like um. People that I've surrounded myself with, whether it's the finesse guys or Eddie with the podcast, like we've been out in public, multiple people. have come up to DJ like (laughs) there was one guy who was walking out of Marshall's and uh, me, DJ and Chris were walking to our car and uh, some random dude pulled up like, bro. And then we turned around like, what's going on, man? It was like, hey, bro, you funny, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I like what you're doing. And then he was
0: just like, "Thanks, man. I appreciate that." And he just kind of walked away. Yeah. <laughs> you think people aren't watching you? Yeah. They're watching you. There's somebody listening to this podcast that I have no idea they were listening, and they probably listened to a ton of episodes. They just haven't said anything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's the importance, man. When you putting things out there, you don't know who's watching. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not trying. It's not that I'm trying to appease people, but I just want. I really want to continue to emphasize on bringing fruitful content.
2: Mm-hmm. You know.
0: I don't. I don't want to be that guy that's posting a bunch of stuff just to get a reaction out of people. Like that's a social media personality disorder. That's like the definition. You're just yeah. looking for a reaction because it gives you life. Like, oh my god, seven hundred people liked my last post. Mm-hmm. Like I have to post again. Yeah. Even even for me, like I've
1: gotten away from looking at numbers at all. Exactly. Um, not as frequent frequently as I used to, at it's least. I don't hardly even look at them. Like be- the numbers on the podcast? Yeah. Exactly. Because initially, um, you know, I've been making music for a while. So I would put music out and I'd be like, dang, man, like how can I get a, mu- a million views on this? Or how can I get like, you know, to six figures on this? And, you know, stuff like that. And I would always be disappointed. So um, I always felt like if I just did my best and I put the content out, and people listen to it. That's that's great. If they don't listen to it, that's great. But I know if I just did as as much as I could as far as the quality, eventually people gonna find it. And that's kind of what happened to our podcast. Like we, the first episodes were like getting ten 11, views. 12, and yeah, 10, it was 9, like nine six. T- yeah. Yes, it just sounds crazy to think about now that you know so little people were actually listening. Um, but we just kept our head down, and you know now we dang near a year into it. Which is crazy to think about. Definitely. But
0: yeah. Yeah, I think the reason why people don't get success is the biggest difference. Shout out to DJ mm-hmm. for saying this. Is, uh, the difference between people who are successful and the ones who are not is the ones, there are people who gave up. Yeah. You know, um, if mm-hmm. you give up, then you can ne- you'll never know what could have been. I mm-hmm. think that's the number one reason. That's what drives me every week mm-hmm. uh, to get on here and bring this content every motherfucking week. Cause yeah. Because there's somebody that's relying on it. It's somebody that's looking to be entertained. There's somebody that's... That's another truck driver that's driving and wants to listen to content or a person that's traveling out of town that wants to listen to the content or somebody that, you know, just wants to be entertained or maybe it's a chick that wants to fuck us. So I don't Uh... know exactly what (laughs) 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 I don't know who's listening. So I I just really uh, I really take it upon myself to uh, always bring it the best I can every week.
1: Yeah, that's real. at, At a certain point. Um more so now than, you know, before it is, I want to say people are relying on us, but there's people that listen every week. So definitely. it's like, we gotta, we definitely gotta come
0: in and, you know, bring that good content. Definitely, man. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> this is funny. Right before we aired, uh, right now, um, Eddie my, farted. no, no, fuck that. All right. My cousin sent me, <laughs> I did that too, but my cousin sent me a uh, topic, which I've asked a lot of people to do, but for some reason, you just like to listen. And I know you guys got something you want to talk about. So yeah. after listening to this, you'll start to reconsider. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, uh, You'll start to consider, excuse me, sending me a topic because I want to talk about it. Yeah. Okay, shout out to Rudy Rios. Oh, my, Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. That's my guy. Yeah, my cousin. Shout out to Rudy. Uh, he told me, he said, Hey, cousin, I don't know how you pick your topics for your podcast, but I got one for you. Meme into existence. I saw a fucking meme the the other day that said R. Kelly was trying to buy Nickelodeon when this whole pedophile thing started, and and niggas was really believing it. (laughs) For those of you that
1: don't understand why that's funny, um, part of it is it's not true at all. Exactly. But but there's this whole narrative that uh, always surrounds celebrities when they're getting in trouble or when they pass away. It's like you know, such and such was trying to get his masters back, um and then they killed him or this person was about to like they always say, like, uh Bill Cosby was trying to buy A B C and then yeah. they got, he got caught. So
0: that that's the the idea, like <laughs> Yeah, it's basically they surround they 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 like have like a uh what do you call it? Like a conspiracy theory around yeah, it. Like, uh-huh. you know, like a black man was trying to come up in the world and then like the white man tore him down. Like, yeah. Only person that tore R. Kelly down was his self. Yeah. And, and all the little girls he kept fucking chasing down. Mm-hmm. OK, so fuck that. Yeah. I just think it's hilarious. I think what people do is when they create these, they're trying to get they're just trying to get attention or they're trying to uh, uh, they're trying to paint their own narrative. Mm-hmm. where they're like you know it's just another black man being held down like no first yeah. of all r kelly is a black man uh but he's a piece of shit okay he's mm-hmm. a black man that i don't stand up for uh personally yeah just i i can i can't do that we we're not playing a black man card if you're a black man to take care of your family and pay your taxes and do what you do i respect that okay but when you're a person like r kelly i don't defend you and i don't believe any conspiracy theory that's surrounding your motherfucking pp Motherfucking peeing on people ass. I don't <laughs> I don't know thank P. You. Kelly. Yeah, P. Kelly. Some <laughs> motherfuckers peeing on people, man. You gotta these dudes needs to be stopped. Yeah. it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. So, um uh oh, so the idea behind that though is like a lot of people just believe anything that's posted on the internet exactly yeah you can't believe everything that's posted on the internet as much as we like to laugh about certain things and we like to quickly cancel all these celebrities for whatever they're doing we gotta like even the jesse smollett situation like he came out and he was like you know these trump supporters basically beat me up called called me homophobic slurs and Poor and then we found, me. yeah. And then we're finding out that all this was nonsense. It's a freaking two night, <laughs> like Eddie said. What kind of beat him up? And uh, yeah. it's just like, just like we just can't believe everything. We we have to, uh, we have to wait for the facts, man. I know, I know, we're impatient as you know, a species, but we gotta wait for the facts. We gotta wait for you know the real information to come out, and then we can, then we can cr- jump to our. Uh, conclusions exactly
0: they say you should believe all victims like that i guess that's the the narrative that that people have been pushing recently Mm -hmm. you know with all the bill cosby and all the people coming forward and all of that i say fuck that don't believe all victims have empathy for them have empathy for them have sympathy for them listen to them but wait for the fucking facts to come out yeah you cannot simply it is completely ignorant To think that you can believe all victims because all victims are not always victims. Yeah. Sometimes they're simply looking for a leg up or they're looking for attention or they're looking for something else. And it's just like, no, Mm -hmm. reality is that people lie, okay? Mm -hmm. And by them lying, I mean, you have to, you can't just believe every fucking body. Yeah. And you can't believe this bullshit that comes out. Like they did the thing with Bill Cosby that he wanted to buy whatever. Uh, ABC or NBC, and mm-hmm. like, man, please, this guy was putting drugs in people's drinks. Yeah. He was giving them fucking radioactive pudding pops back in 1965, uh, <laughs> man. This nigga out of here. <laughs>
1: Pills and pudding.
0: I don't even think he realizes he's in prison, man. That's how delusional Bill Cosby is. Somebody said he was having a good time in there or something. This like nigga that. Bill Cosby in prison, like, Frozzle snozzle <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the big penises
1: <laughs> in prison. <laughs>
0: Bill Cosby in prison, like, I've never seen a pudding pop that thick before. (laughs) This ain't no pudding pop, sir. Oh, man. Uh, The pudding penis. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, fuck Bill Cosby. Yeah, Yeah, man. man. Uh, Look, just because you want to believe something does not mean it's real. There's somebody on the internet making shit up. And put it online, and he knows it could go viral, and people are gonna believe it and it's yeah. just it's it stems from nowhere. People are
1: selfish, man. We gotta realize that when you know these people are sitting behind computers, typing out whatever information they want to put out on the internet, these people are selfish, either they're looking for clicks, yeah, you know, all these blogs that are just making up stories about celebrities just to get clicks and you know put money in their pocket through ads or even celebrities lying for the sake of lying, just because you know they need, uh, you know, like like even you know celebrities, they, they they sometimes they release stories on TMZ, you know, themselves. Yeah. You'd be like, what the heck? Like, what? Why do you need to be in the news? I think that um, one thing that uh, me my myself, like, I I don't think I ever really wanted to be famous. Um, I just always wanted to do. Stuff really well, exactly. um, and then in, in turn that will probably lead you, lead you to a certain amount of fame, but um, there are some people that genuinely just like the fame, you know what I mean. So I think for for, for me, my mind is different also because like I'm an I'm a uh, entrepreneur also. Like I was always looking for ways to make money outside of like the most popular thing. Like oh man, maybe I can you know sell houses when I get older or. Maybe I can build houses when I get older, or maybe I can sell, like, you know, or be an inventor, or whatever the case may be. Those, these are all things where you can be extremely wealthy yeah. without having, you know, a million followers on Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, my, my, my mind just works different. So I, I can't really understand that. It, it may be a little bit of mental. I wouldn't call it mental illness, but there's is definitely some. Illness. Yeah, definitely some some mental illness going on with the, those. The kind of America
0: people. is the most mentally ill that it's ever been. Uh-huh. I, that's just I, it, it has to be. I, with me, I'm like I'm with Keith on that. I'd rather be the guy that has a podcast, uh, you know, where people know me, but they like can, I could still go to like fucking Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> by myself. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I'd rather be that guy. You know. But mm-hmm. I own like five million dollars in property. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's the type of guy that I'd rather be. I'd rather yeah. be the guy that's you know humble, that's living a very full life. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be the guy that's fucking like Drake and have everybody knowing who the fuck I am. Yeah. You know, Drake can't go to Walmart, man. Can you yes. imagine Drake in Walmart? Mm-hmm. He'd be like, Oh now they after me, <laughs> bro. He, he would. He would cause an earthquake in Bakersfield. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Drake! And then somebody gonna come out of the aisle seven.
2: Oh yeah, Drake, you want that? Huh? You, wanna <laughs>
0: fuck you? you wanna fuck me? I wanna get. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all, get this bitch away from me, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I just hold meme shit and memes as well. There, there's some memes that are hilarious. Yeah. Um. Uh. But it's like when you see a meme with like a message on it. And it'll say something like, you know, so-and-so was about to do this, and then, you know, they got arrested. Wake, yeah. wake up, America. I'm just yeah. like, dude, this is full of shit.
1: There was one uh, meme that I seen. Uh, I didn't show it to you. all You might have seen it already because we follow pretty much the same people. Yeah, I might have seen it. But uh, let me find it real quick. God dang, all these notifications.
0: Man, this Keith got so many girls hitting him up. Oh, my God, I want to be on your podcast so bad. <laughs> Love me, Keith. Love
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're not coming on the podcast. You can come on something else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh dang. Oh, come on, man. What were you looking for?
1: It was uh the thing is people's people don't be having any real names on their things.
0: Oh yes yeah, when you look so, it up.
1: Yeah, so sometimes when I'd be like, I'd be like, dang, what is this dude's, uh, what is this person's name?
0: You'd look it up. You'd be like, I'm looking for Sandra, but then the username be like, Dirty Latina 69. You'd be like, whoa, oh, wow. what the
1: fuck? <laughs> what is, remember that 8th Street Latina thing? Oh, yeah. I never actually like got into that, but it was pretty funny. Oh, here. All right, well, hold on. <laughs> dang, you be posting a lot. So I don't even know if this is a real quote, but um, it has. I think it has Colin Powell on the thing. Mm-hmm. I believe that's what it is. Um, it says, "I don't want to hear about this it says "Lazy immigrants in quotation marks. Um, I don't want to hear about lazy immigrants from a race of people who enslaved a whole other race of people to do all the work they didn't want to do. Whoa, who wrote that? I don't know. It's just it's just a it's like some sort of meme. Wow. I was like, they're just like, I was like, dang, that's a that's a good point, though. Wow. Like, you know, we we um, especially black people, we get this this uh, we're stereotyped as being lazy and, you know, not having a job and stuff like that. But, yeah, if you look at it from a historical standpoint,
0: we we did all the groundwork. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, but at the end of the day, I think it, I'm not trying to convince anybody of that just open up a fucking book for once yeah. and then you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> open up a book that's not biased. There's so much history. Like if you go back to the black history episode, it was uh, what I forgot. This was two episodes ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we talked about a lot of different black inventors and creators and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We don't really have to sit here and convince anyone of what black people have done. Mm -hmm. Uh, In American history It's just something That you need to open up A book and fucking learn about Yeah Because from word of mouth Like what will happen is If if you only learn things About black people From word of mouth You're only going to hear The worst things Mm -hmm. You know And we represent Such a small amount Of people in America That we're just going to Continue to get shit on Mm -hmm. But it's okay Because I do my job I do what I'm supposed to do Yeah You know You can't shit on me You can't call me lazy Yeah Not only do I work Like 12 to 14 hours a day But I also have a, A podcast And do stand up comedy been mm-hmm. doing it every single week, so there's nothing lazy about me or Keith, yeah, you know, and there are plenty of we know plenty of people just like us, yeah,
1: that's real. did you
0: want to talk about the reparations ah, ah that's a whole other topic we could slightly we could touch on it mm-hmm. um I guess there was, just recently there was a um uh it came up uh charlemagne a guy brought it up, shout out to Charlemagne he brought it up talking to Bernie Sanders talking about reparations, you know, and what reparations are, it's not a free load. It's not like uh black people black people getting a check just being black. Like come on, you gotta be kidding me. Mm-hmm. Okay, for anyone who does not understand the historical context, uh black people after slavery were promised forty acres and a mule and they never got it. So forty acres and I don't know what the, the monetary value of a mule was back then. But uh, they were that was what they were promised, and they were never given anything. Mm-hmm. Now, flash forward to 2019, you bring up reparations, and just, like, black people are just trying to get things for free again. Don't yeah. they already have affirmative action? But, like, affirmative action and 48 acres and a mule are not the same fucking thing. Yeah. Two totally different things. Yeah. Um, ultimately, the thing about it is this. If you actually did your research in regards to black people or just in general— you would see that they've been just extremely disenfranchised, and my thing is, this sounds biased coming from two black guys talking about it. So I get it. Mm-hmm. You might be like, "Oh, here they go talking about black people." Yeah, just open a fucking book, <laughs> yeah, and you man. will see that what we are saying is accurate. When black people have been through things like Jim Crow and redlining, redlining was unfair housing. Um, mm-hmm. Also, uh, schools that are not funded the same way as other that other white schools are, like. Yeah. There are schools that are incredibly so underfunded that their books, their textbooks are fucked up. Mm-hmm. The teachers don't even want to be there. Like it's it's yeah. just crazy. Yeah, I think um,
1: we had uh, yeah th- these are these are real things. I, I mean, it may sound biased just because we're two black people. Yeah, but at the same time, um, we you 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 realize how intelligent some of these politicians are and how. Unintelligent, some of them are at the same time. Exactly. Like, um, all of this stuff is calculated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you even if you think about like how a person moves on a daily basis. Like yeah. a person like Eddie, he posts a lot on his story. There's there's uh there's a real agenda to it. Exactly. He posts mm-hmm. this content on a story, these are topics that we sometimes talk about on the podcast. At the end of it, he, you know, he may tag the podcast, he may uh he may put a question on there, but it's all to be you know to to build the engagement um around the podcast so for people out there to believe that there was no um like these they created certain laws and you know the the war on drugs and all this just randomly just because there was um there was a problem yeah. um and you know it was affecting everyone you know and they're they they were not trying to just uh really affect a small community. Exactly. Um, it's not true. Like, pe- these people are way too intelligent. These policy makers and stuff like that. Yeah, it's very calculated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I say that to say that, um, like, um, when you've oppressed a people for so long, there, there should be some sort of um, reward for that or award for that because, like, we, we really need it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, me, um, Eddie, even the, like everyone that I've surrounded myself with. Um, I, pr- I generally know them because we either went to the same school, we went to the same elementary school. If you, uh, like we went to McKinley elementary school. If you see where El- uh, McKinley elementary school is, you'd be like, dang, like there's gangs down the street. It's like, you know, people smoking weed at the park across the street like it's just a crazy neighborhood so you know this is where we grew up at um and it's primarily because we grew up in low family you know low income families so and there's even statistics that show like the net worth of the wealth gap you know what i mean mm-hmm. the net worth of black families is ex- extremely low compared to white families so just some sort of reparations will um would dis- decrease that wealth that wealth gap. Yeah, and there's different ideas um, out there. Uh, some people think some people think that reparations should just be, you know, a ten thousand dollar check and you know let us run wild. But I don't yeah, agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Neither neither do I. Um, I think there should be a real plan. One idea that I had, it's essentially... I wouldn't call it modern day slavery, but it's kind of the 2019 version of what slavery essentially was like America was built on free labor. Yeah. That's um, part of the reason that if you have, you know what, 200 years, 300 years of free labor um, from, you know, slaves, of course, that's the reason like literally you're saving. Imagine, you know, if you own a McDonald's and uh, you pay you know, whatever minimum wage is to, thirty to thirty five employees, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're paying out, you know, these checks bi weekly, you're spending a lot of money on labor. So essentially, you know, your your company isn't able to grow as fast because you have to you have expenses in um, in your company. But if you imagine if you didn't have to pay that that payout to the uh, the employees and how much faster your net worth can grow and how much faster your business can grow exactly yeah so that's my idea it's like okay if you're a black uh, if you're black or if you're a descendant of um, slaves you should be able to um, start a start a company but the government pays for the uh, for the labor you pay for everything else you pay for you know the building you pay for your, your rent or your lease or whatever the case Um but the government will
0: pay will give you a stipend or whatever for for your actual labor. Yeah, I think people will completely disagree with everything that's funding black people just because they feel black people are useless. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some people to be like no, they should just they should just be like everybody else, they have the same opportunities, but you got to understand. Generational wealth doesn't exist in the black community because for many years they have not been able to build generational wealth. There's been like a yeah. disparity even in there's a disparity even in the crimes. Like you think about powder cocaine and rock and crack cocaine, crack cocaine was a lot of it was in, you know, the inner city. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of black people was doing that shit in the Mm -hmm. eighties and you have powder cocaine. Powder cocaine is a little more glorified. Uh, and a lot of more rich people were doing that, Mm -hmm. but they would give you a crazy amount of prison time for crack cocaine and literally dis almost dismiss you for powder cocaine. So these were very calculated things. Mm -hmm. Um, but I will say this, I don't agree with the reparations I, I agree with this general idea Of funding black businesses though mm-hmm. I think anyone who is willing to uh, uh, Want to Open, if they have, I think any black person That has a presentation And they have a setup of what they want to do And they present it, then I think the government could Start them up, and I think that would Literally help like The black community in general, I don't think that's Out of the realm of possibility, I yeah. think That any black person that wants to Actually, start up a business. I don't find anything wrong with the government funding it yeah. to start them up. I'm not saying the government should be paying for everything every month. I'm talking about giving black people. It would stimulate. It would stimulate the black community. Yeah, my the, thing. I hate talking about the black like the black community. It pisses me off because it just makes black people sound weak, like weak ass people that are looking for something and looking for a handout. When in actuality, when When somebody is oppressed for a certain amount of time, it could be... Okay, for example... This is a horrible example. Let's say, for example, you were... I don't know. You were beaten as a child, right? You Mm -hmm. were beaten as a child. Do you not think that that can affect you in your adult life? It definitely can. Yeah. So, black people are basically an abused child that just got sent out into the world. Like, go ahead and figure it out. Yeah. You know, uh, luckily, you know, unfortunately... I've been surrounded by a lot of other black men who have been strong, who have helped mold me, and I've learned a lot from them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's a lot of black people who are defeated, who just don't think anything of themselves. And it pisses me off because I see some black people being lazy and not doing nothing with themselves. And I'm like, bro, like, the people before you went through so much, and now you are afforded these opportunities, and you're not even taking advantage of it because you have, like, a mental – and. a a mental the mental like inability to do something yeah and it's sad
1: yeah that's um i think that that's one thing that you see when you live in these uh these urban yeah you know areas in in the community is that a bunch of people are just kind of like walking around like the walking dead yeah like what the fuck
0: are you doing
1: yeah and it's unfortunate man like we live in america's the, you know what people would consider to be like one of the greatest countries when it comes to opportunity. Like as much Never. as um, you know, we've been oppressed, and we just talked about you know slavery and stuff like that. There's also opportunity, and you know you you can go out there and make something of yourself. Obviously, Definitely. we weren't we aren't, we aren't dealt the same cards as someone else that came in the world. If their skill is, I mean, if their skin is. Has a little bit less melanin, but our melanin. um, I was like, "What'd you just (laughs) say?" Melanin, melanin. If there's a fucking robot, (laughs) (laughs) melanin, (laughs) make a left on Jacob Street, melanin. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, so sometimes we aren't afforded the same opportunities as. You know different races, but at the same time, we have opportunities. We can still go out there. You can still create general, generational wealth. You can still go out there, create a podcast, definitely. potentially, you know, monetize that podcast, own all of your content, um, put it out into the world, and you know, create a business behind it. So
0: definitely, we can do it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh Well, I got nothing. One,
1: one thing I was. I was thinking about too is um so one uh counter argument to this idea of reparations is like where the money is going to come from Mm -hmm. like um like yeah like you know we have america has like trillions of dollars in like spending that they you know spend uh on you know random stuff every year um and people people are always like um up in arms about, like, where their tax dollars are going. Um, and, you know, that's one of the things, like, where's this money going to come from if we're going to pay these people reparations and stuff like that? But, like, one thing is, like, we're, we have to pay taxes regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and in reality, we can't really control where the money goes. You know what I mean? So I yeah. feel like if, if the government just wanted to do something, um, they could do it. And it's like, I, I, I'm not the person that's... Like arguing over like where my tax dollars is going because I know when I buy, whatever I have to pay taxes. I know when I get my check, I'm gonna you know pay a certain amount of taxes on it. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah my my whole thing is this. I'll I'll leave with this. Okay. Um. In regards to reparations, I say why are black people getting something in 2019? They weren't oppressed. They weren't slaves. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know. But here's the thing. The the people back then who were slaves and ones who went through Jim Crow and everything else, they were like literally like they got the shaft big time Mm -hmm. and the descendants of them getting a pay, like a payout Mm -hmm. wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. But I really don't think people should get a paycheck. Mm -hmm. If you gave me land, if the government said we can give you, we'll give you land. I'll take that land. You Mm -hmm. don't got to give me a fucking dime. Just give me that land I'll mm-hmm. take that land. I'll take that land and a mule. Obviously, we can't get a fucking mule, but mm-hmm. I don't know what the monetary value of a mule was back then. Mm-hmm. People need to understand before they say it's a it's a handout and you're just giving things away. America was built off the backs of not only black people but people from other countries that came here, and mm-hmm. a lot of them got the shaft. Like what, the Japanese is another Samuel
1: Jackson shaft either.
0: Not there. Not the Jack Samuel Jackson shaft. Like you are talking about. Uh what I, I don't want to, you know, fuck this up, but I'm pretty sure Japanese also. And mm-hmm. the Japanese, got a payout. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like, you know, what they really earned mm-hmm. or worked for. Mm-hmm. But
1: it it's, it's Oh, that, I think um something about Barack Obama, um he apologized
0: and then they gave him,
1: I don't know, something like that. Yeah. I don't know his story. Was. I'm yeah. just, I'm I would just need a regular be, nigga.
0: I would need to be more informed on that. But yeah. it it's payouts have already happened before. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm 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 asking for a check. I, I work, mean Native Americans are like a Yeah, they have a, casinos and shit yeah, and mm-hmm. land. Mm-hmm. but you know, and there's for a reason. They have all kind of
1: like when I was in New Mexico, there's like I uh there's a huge population of Native Americans in New mm-hmm. Mexico. And um there they have certain things. That, obviously they have reservations that they that they can live on and then they have uh, grants for the schools, so as long as they keep their grades up, they can basically, you know, get a certain amount of funding every year for just going to school. So, yeah,
0: stuff like that would be definitely cool man. for us. Definitely, it's happened in other places. I just mm-hmm. think that people, in in actuality, those people just don't want to waste their money or time on black people. They yeah, just think we're a waste of time. Mm-hmm. It's just the god honest truth. And it, mm-hmm. and and to the listeners that are listening to this, like, I don't think that's true. Well, you know, your maybe your cousin does. They may it, think, the
1: craziest thing is. Um, statistically, I believe black women are the most
0: entrepreneurial women. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't have the numbers. I don't yeah. Know.
1: That's a real thing. So, yeah, it's, you
0: know. but I, I just, you know, all I know is, is just do some research on it. If you feel any type of way, don't feel that way. Do some research on it. Yeah. And then it will probably open your eyes. There mm-hmm. are so many layers to this more than you would ever know. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Um, games people playing games in 2019 or Mm -hmm. just in general i'll say this we all play games especially when it comes to relationships or dating or whoever we're trying to fuck or whatever's going on we all play games every single one of us even men that are married women that are married they initially played the game to get their wife she played the game to get her husband okay (laughs) it's a game of cat and mouse and it's people that say like I don't play games I'm straight up with females I let them know how this is I know I let them know this that's a fucking lie okay let's say even if you don't play games if she does you're playing her game to get ahead and get what you want from her Mm -hmm. so it's just a big fucking game am I tired of it of course I am but everybody's playing games yeah everybody Mm -hmm. everybody there's there's probably some there's been times where I was like oh man I want to text this chick see how she's doing Right, and he'd be like, "Oh no, I can't text her. I just text her at this time. So I'll just wait till this time." And it's like, that's just a game. Yeah. Like if you want to fucking write somebody, then write them. <laughs> What's the big deal, man? Like, and and it's crazy because we all do it. Yeah. There, I've seen times where um, there are people who will, uh, like, say you're talking to a chick, and it seems like. When you start talking to her, they start really investing in a lot of things you do. Even on social media, they'll be liking stuff and whatever the case. But it's like for a while, they don't look at no stories or they don't look at they won't text you for a while or this or that. And it's like it's just a game. Yeah, it's just a game. And then they start blowing you up and always text you all the time. And it's like, oh, so now all of a sudden you just blowing my phone up. Yeah, it's just a game, man. It's just yeah. a, it's just a, it's just to keep people off balance. And and until people actually get what they want, they feel like they need to play a game.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, is it necessary? No, but unfortunately, everyone's playing games.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just a huge game of checkers out here. Like, it's not that complicated, so it's not chess. It's just checkers, and um, you know, people are there. It's like it's a little subtle things people are doing. It's like, um. Even the amount of time it takes to, to respond to a text, like, oh man, I ain't gonna respond to a text this fast. I don't wanna seem thirsty. Yeah, or, yeah. exactly. Or I ain't gonna like this picture. So uh, uh, they posted this picture, I actually like it. I'm I'm looking at it for three minutes, but I'm not gonna hit the like button because yeah. I don't want I don't want them to think that I'm on a jock like that. Ridiculous, right? Yeah. It's just a whole a whole bunch of stuff. And at the end of the day, you know, just me saying that out loud. In hearing that, it just sounds ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So I think we we just need to understand that, like, just just be real. Like, you don't you shouldn't live your life based off of emotion. But sometimes it's okay to just be an emotional. An emotional being and, and act on act on emotions versus like exactly. try to
0: like calculate your way through life. It doesn't really work like that. Exactly. And you'll be thinking like, you know, you're looking at a picture like I don't want to I don't wanna like it. She might think I'm thirsty, but what if I am thirsty? What if yeah. I really wanna fuck this chick? Yeah. And I sure. make that known that I'm thirsty. Yeah. And she's like, you know what, he's thirsty and I like that. And that's yeah. what I want.
1: Who so, knows?
0: Yeah, a girl might be waiting on that. He might be waiting on that moment. Or a guy might be waiting on that. Like I said, a girl might be waiting on that. I'm talking, to, I, I'm talking to the listeners I'm fucking around, I'm <laughs> fucking around. yeah man so you never know I, I just think that you don't always have to play this game and it's like it's crazy like you, it gets annoying especially when you get in your 30s and then you in the chick and she, let's say she's like 28 or whatever she is yeah. and you could tell she's just all about the games and it's like look I don't have the energy to play these games like yeah. we could go hang out we could chill but if you ain't with it, I respect that. I just don't want to deal with it.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you want to cut to the chase because if, if whatever you're doing, if if you don't want a real relationship and you just only want relations and you're, and you're playing the game, right? like going to a movie or going to dinner or whatever and it, it's not really leading anywhere, you're just wasting your time and your money. True. You can be using that money to
0: do something better with your life. True. So, yeah. Very true. I, and another thing, too, the reason why I don't I, – I get really burnt out when a chick is playing games is because – the reason why is because they're playing games with you, but they if the, if a chick is playing games with you, then ultimately she's already interested in someone else. And the reason why I say that because there is a dude that she's playing less games with because she really wants that dude. But because you're around – women like to play games with you and then all of a sudden just start liking you and that's mainly because it's some other dude in the picture yeah so whoever the other dude is that she's probably head over heels with that liking that dude but he's not giving her all the attention that she wants mm-hmm. so she's kind of like dangling you a little piece of meat here and there so you think you got a chance or whatever the case and then they just stop talking to you and you're like what the fuck is going on with this chick yeah, yeah anybody that will play games with you Ultimately, maybe even liking someone else. So it's, it's, these games just leave you so fucked up and confused. You don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah. Especially, too, I think one thing we're starting to realize once we build a little bit more traction with, like, the movies and the podcasts and the comedy and stuff is, um, I'm going to say it's easier, but um, for whatever reason, like, people are starting to gravitate towards the content. Yeah, exactly. And that's changing these people's minds a little bit or yeah. these women's minds a little bit. Like once upon a time, they probably weren't interested in you. And then, you know, 50 episodes in and <laughs> four th-
0: just a, you know, a little over 4000 views in. And, you know, I, I, you're, you're completely right. And here's the thing, honestly, because we're on this podcast. This is just unscripted shit. Nothing scripted. We don't do any editing. This is all one take. And here's a more important thing: If you want to know who I am as a person, tune into this podcast because I ain't I ain't fronting at yeah, all. Yeah, this is a hundred percent me. Yeah, okay. And if you want to know who I am, listen to this podcast. You want to know who Keith is? Listen to this podcast because mm-hmm. I mean, we're gonna keep that same energy in person. We may not be as graphic and and saying the crazy stuff, but that's yeah. who we are. And at the end of the day, if 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 whoever listens to this. You know, a woman listens to this and says, you know what? Like, I kind of like him, but I don't know. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, you do know. You know. Mm-hmm. I listen to this motherfucking podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just keeping it real. That's real. I think they
1: um people always talk about, like, how a girl knows if she likes you, you know, pretty quickly. You know what I mean? And it's right. up to her. It's up to the the guy to either ruin his opportunity or execute on that. So I feel like you know, you know, once you're hearing the podcast, you either fifty episodes in, you definitely have an idea in your mind already. Yeah, you have an idea in your mind
0: of how I'm gonna turn you around and arch that back. <laughs> 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 I wonder
1: if there's Uh listeners out there that really be, like, fantasizing while they're listening to the podcast.
0: I don't know. I don't don't think it's that deep. I don't think it's that deep. There's maybe a handful. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Possibly. Who knows, man? I I don't know. All I know is, man, we just put out content. We just... I don't know. We just... Try to be funny, and be entertaining, and be in, be engaging. Yeah, and I, I just have fun doing this. Yeah, it's it's like a. I think what a podcast is, depending on what your podcast is about, mm-hmm. like this one is like a long form of comedy. Mm-hmm. It's the long form version. Mm-hmm. It's like one long bit, you yeah. know. But we're not just trying to be funny. It just it just happens. Yeah, the only thing about the only thing that
1: sucks about doing a podcast is that. Once this euphoria is over,
0: we got to go back to our regular lives. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. If I could do a podcast for a living, like that would be like, man, they would have to fucking peel me out of this seat and get right. me off this microphone. Yeah. I'd be just interviewing so many people. and mm-hmm. I can't wait for the day where I just go and say, look, I quit. I got something else going on. Oh, so what do you do? You're not going to give me a two-week notice? I'm like, nope. I'm yeah. moving to Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the
1: ideal, man. Like, we just do this for a living. I think, and I think our podcast would almost be better because we have more time to Hell consume yeah. um, different different content,
0: you know what I mean? So Definitely. So it really be dope. Definitely. I just, mm. I think everything I see now, I just try to, it's like I turned it into content. Yeah. The only thing I don't really put in the content is, like, my personal experiences, like, in the bedroom. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to disrespect you know, women like that. You mentioned hitting it back from hitting it from the back like four times already. But I didn't talk about anybody, not any specific,
1: specific person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's real. You don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you don't want to put that content out into the world. Yeah, you I, It's not really, and to me, it's honestly not even
0: interesting. Like, nah, you don't, don't want to really, say no names, man. Yeah. They'd be like, "Are you going to mention?" I, well, I, I said I, I will say this. There was mm. one girl that told me, "Are you going to mention me on the podcast?" and i said nah and then i mentioned her on the podcast ah. but i only said i mentioned i wouldn't mention her on the podcast i didn't say yeah. anything else about it yeah yeah good, good times
1: you got to chill like don't expect to be mentioned on the podcast yeah i do think um at a certain point people started looking for um being mentioned on the podcast, like they start, they start looking for. I, 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 um, I liked it, or I compared it to like a Drake song. Yeah, like Drake likes to mention girls' names uh, a lot.
0: And
2: Keisha, he, yeah, do you love me? Yeah,
0: and Keisha probably got nutted in her face.
1: Oh my
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> that
0: got dark. Jack is like, I'm going to mention you. On, <laughs> I'm going to mention you on this song right now. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> Jake always got that same brine. And, and
0: Keith would be like, Keith would Keith be telling me to Jake, she'd be like,
1: Are you going to mention me on the podcast? Eh? Are you going <laughs> to me on the <laughs> What's your major? <laughs> that was comedy. Huh? What's your course of study?
0: What's your course of study? How many units do you have, huh? How many units do you have? How many units? <laughs> Are those transferable units? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. man, I'm done, man. I'm done. Yeah, we gotta get out of here. All right, man. It's getting late. Well, it's episode fifty, man. If you made it this far, it's I, fifty. Yeah, it's 50. I, I, I appreciate you taking out the time to listen here. And if you've listened to every single episode, God damn it, we appreciate you. We got man. more content coming. We're we'll gonna slap you in we've the face in this, with another. We've huh? been
1: in this relation for dang, relationship for dang near, dang near a year. I cannot talk. Golly. We've been in this
0: relationship for almost a year, so I appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Definitely, man. All right. Well, thank you for listening to a Truckers Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K-Things. Out of here. Peace.